This is 400 Seconds Prayer Podcast, concise conversations with extraordinary women leading hope and change in the climate crisis. I'm Becky Downing. Ella Daesh is an environmental activist and founder of the End Period Plastic Campaign. This calls on leading brands to remove plastic from their period products and is having significant impact on the industry. Thanks to Ella and her supporters, the likes of Sainsbury's, Aldi and Superdrug have all stopped production of their own brand plastic tampon applicators, saving 17 tonnes of single-use plastic every year. For this episode, Ellie Sammer spoke to Ella about her campaign, the illusion of choice, the dangers of greenwashing and the importance of never giving up. How do you deal with rejection whilst reaching out to larger companies and whilst trying to inspire change? And what is like the most common reason for these companies to reject your ideas? The first year, I didn't get any meetings. I was sending loads of emails and the only thing I was getting back was long emails and excuses. Things like, oh, well, we're removing plastic packaging by 2025. And I'm sat there like, hey, I'm not even talking about the packaging at this point. I'm talking about the whole product. When you're an individual, especially a young woman, I think they just kind of push you to one side and think, oh, this is just a little hobby, you know, she'll give it up. Why, when I started it, I was a postal worker, so I was doing it around my job. So I just ended up getting lots of people to send more and more emails to them, you know, and thousands of people got involved on the campaign and then they took notice. And when you get into those meetings, they never know what they're going to get. You know, they I'm not the person that they expect because I want to work with them. I'm not just going to stand there shouting at them. I actually want to come to the table. You know, let's, there's this problem. Let's solve it together. Thankfully, most of the ones that I meet are very receptive and they do want to work with you. It's just that sometimes there's a lot of hoops that they have to jump through. For example, I met Procter & Gamble, who own Tampax and Always. I'm the first activist to meet them. They are the global leader in the feminine care world. However, they are dragging behind. They put the blame on us as consumers. They say plastic is what women want. Definitely, and I think as well, it's like the routine and people get comfortable with things that they know. And the thought of like a foreign object, like a, car, a piece of cardboard instead, or just using like a reusable applicator is such a, and people see periods as these dirty things. And I think that's something that I find a bit bizarre. So these pieces of plastics that are also bad for you, foreign objects in your body is not going to make anything better. So I just never really understood why they were there in the first place. One of the really concerning things is the fact that these massive brands, especially Tampax and Always, you know, they're getting into our lives at such a young age. You know, they're giving out free branded product samples to us at schools. That's what I got given. That's what I got told to use. And then that's starting a consumer cycle. And because of the language, as you said, the negative connotations around periods, you never move away from those products. You just continue to go back to that aisle. You grab what you need and you go. There's a lot more that the government could be doing to reduce plastic pollution. However, in your opinion, how can the government support the transition towards the adoption of environmentally friendly sanitary products? 
We've got the Single Use Plastics Directive and governments are taking action on things like plastic cutlery and straws, which is great. But we never hear them doing anything about period products. And one of the first things that they could do is by adding plastic applicators to that single use plastics directive too you know there's plenty of solutions to them there's cardboard there's reusable applicators there's even non-applicators but sometimes I think they're not doing it because it's such a taboo issue maybe they'll get a backlash you know oh they're telling women what to use giving everyone these choices whether it be reusables or eco-friendly disposable products it would be so empowering you know, we buy, when we think about ketchup, we think of, well, when we think of tomato sauce, we think ketchup and Heinz. When we think about baked beans, we think Heinz. You know, it's so brand-led. We've got to move out of that. And it's incredibly liberating when you do, because you're actually making decisions that are best for you as a person. And I mean, our, mar- our periods are being marketed to us from a young age. Definitely. And I think a lot of companies as well use greenwashing and it's very, it's very negative. The thing is, I see it on TV a lot more recently and I'm like, I hate this. But people are hearing it from brands that they're used to. And I know it's not great, but at least it's good for them to hear something about what needs to be done. Like we've already touched on, you know, people are incredibly brand-led. So to have those brands change, like for example, Lilettes have been taking so many steps as a manufacturer in the... You know, at the start of our relationship was very different to what it is now. You know, they weren't meeting me. I went to their offices and did a peaceful demonstration. They were so resistant to meeting me. Things were off the table from the start. And now they've actually changed so in so many ways that I don't think they would, but they've listened. They're doing it in an open and honest way. For example, you know, you've got Iceland supermarkets in the UK. They're making lots of changes. They're being open about the struggles. That's what we need to see. There's so much greenwashing and marketing bullshit. We're getting buzzwords, you know, sustainable this, green that, eco-friendly this. What do they mean? What, What does that mean in terms of tampons? What does that mean in terms of trainers? There's no standards that are being looked at and we need that. 400 Parts Per Million is an ecological arts project by Theatre in the Rough, exploring young women's experience of the climate crisis. Join us online from the 8th to the 11th of February 2022 at 400.earth, supported by Arts Council England and the PH Holt Foundation.